In today's episode of the Oak Haven Podcast, we're talking about new beginnings in relationships, that's your friendships, business partners, and of course, dating. You do not want to miss it. Stay tuned. We're coming up right now. Well, welcome one, welcome all to this episode of the Oak Haven Podcast, another great edition. This is episode number seven, I believe. My name is Terrell. And I'm Jen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you are enjoying any of this content, please give us a like and subscribe so we know that you are enjoying the content. And please do not feel, um, you know, afraid Please drop us a comment of any topics that you would like us to discuss so that we know that we are giving you what you're looking for. We are really here to provide inspiration, education, and resources to help you navigate your relationships and to build your home into a haven. So we have been on the topic of new beginnings this month, and we started off talking about how to embrace new beginnings, you know, when you're excited, how to kind of navigate through those. We also talked about what to do when a new beginning is not by choice. If something's thrown your way and you are just kind of forced to deal with it. Today, we're going to talk about new beginnings in relationships. So there's many different kinds of relationships that might have a new start or new beginning. We can think of, you know, employer-employee relationships. We can think of friendships, starting new friendships. And also in a dating relationship that, of course, has new beginnings that can um, be a little tricky to navigate. So we're going to focus on a few of those today in this podcast. First up, let's talk a little bit about friendships. So I know, at least I hear a lot about people around me in peer groups and just on social media talking about how hard it is to find friends once you reach adulthood. So, you know, when you're in school or in college, friends are a little bit kind of built in. You know, you're going to class with them, you're doing sports with them, and you're spending a lot of time with people. And it's just kind of easy to navigate and build those relationships because there's time. So I see a lot of posts and a lot of people say it's so hard to develop or even find people to have a good relationship once you're an adult. And they're like, how can I meet people or how can... How can I get people to be a friend to me because I feel like I'm the only one trying and nobody else is trying or, you know, everybody's just so busy. So what what can we encourage people with how to navigate maybe getting into friendships? It's a difficult one, you know. Um, the old saying is if you found one friend in your lifetime, you've, you know, probably found something very special. Okay. Um, kind of hard and maybe what we define as a friend. Um, the scripture tells us that Jesus is a, is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So putting Jesus as friend, I mean, that's a, I'm a friend of God. I mean, that's just a high standard for what a friend should look like. And I think a lot of people label a friend, but we don't really understand what that is and who that is to us. And so there's a lot of acquaintances, there's a lot of associates, but very, very few friends. Or just people that, you know, you think might be your friend, but are they a true deep friend? And so we've talked about using those three steps you gave us back in episode five. Um, Number one, make a quality decision. So like you said, you need to think through what does make a good friend? Um, What 
what qualities do you want the people that you are calling your friends to have? You know, you need to um, make the choice to not include people that, you know, want to be gossipy or bring strife or drama to your life. Um, Proverbs 13.20 says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffer harm. So the people that you're surrounding with, surrounding yourself with, are going to help your character grow or help your character kind of diminish. Yeah, they're adding, you either got a parasite or you've got a, a person there that is bringing something to you, either, either a vitamin bringer or a nutrient taker. So it's important to to really calibrate and and vet and go through periodically, it's a great time of the year, new beginnings, of who needs to be in your inner circle, who does not need to be in your inner circle. Back in the uh, 2000s, uh, when the sale of the companies, you had the singular wireless was the the my favorite or the Altel, my five, my favorite fives. Okay. So you got free unlimited and calling to like five people. Right. They had like two, my mom and my dad. So, but, you know, so I couldn't even fill out five people. But think about, okay, those five people that are really, you know, givers and pillars to your life. You know, who's someone that you could call that you know, is going to be there no matter what. Uh, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was a good friend of mine named Chit. Uh, Chit was our audio guy when I was traveling and we're sitting at dinner and we're, we're I think we're in Sao Paulo and Chit goes, hey, listen, whenever you are building your contact list in your phone, you put people in your phone that can solve a problem that whatever you need, there's someone in your contact that can do it. So if it's, I need a, a generator, there's someone okay. in my phone that can answer that problem. Uh, I need this, that, and the other. Hey, I know it's last minute, but can I get tickets to, you know, right. or this game tonight at seven o'clock? There's someone in my phone that can get that done, right? Right. So that's how I've worked to build people in my contact list. Now, as you bring people into your inner circle, as we talk about friendships, you know, I think the first thing to make a quality decision is do what the scripture says, that if you want to be uh, have a friend, you must first show yourself friendly. So it's important that you are displaying love, joy, peace, and that you are giving of yourself. Make effort to schedule time and to really show care and concern. Ask someone how they're doing and not just how you doing, but really, hey, how's it going with your so-and-so, how's that going, that project you were working on? What's the status? Can I help in any way? And really make those tangible efforts to have those quality relationships in your life. Exactly. And that brings us to step number two, which you said was see the end from the beginning. So you can expect and see how a friendship should be walked out, and you need to make the first step in what a friendship should be. So, you know, reaching out, texting, calling, you know, making that visit, you know, putting the support and encouragement to your friends versus like always expecting, well, they're not doing anything for me. You know, you need to be a friend first and foremost before you can expect anyone to be a friend back to you. Yeah, I would say friendly. I want to be cautious that in this society, I feel like that people, well, there's two things, you know, post-COVID, I think a lot of people are kind of wrapped up in their own little bubble. And then we also have to get back to understanding and getting to know what relationships look like, how to talk to people, plus even this texting world. Right. That one-on-one face-to-face communication art has been lost. 
I'm saying all that to say this here, just really be cautious of, am I needy for someone in my life? Right. You know, and not just trying to have people in our life for the sake of it, but really, really be selective. There's going to be two people, three, I would say tops that should really come into that outer court, inner court, that holds of holds, that inner sanctum of your life where you share your life and you share things with that can pray with you, uplift you, and really, again, help you towards purpose that's moving you toward where you need to be. That's really what we're talking about. Right. Now, would you say that's true for everyone? Because for me, as an introvert, I've always just had like my two or three really close friends. And I know some people are extroverts. They get all their energy from being around people and surrounding themselves with people and being out and about and in in crowds and groups and like having big groups of friends. But would you still? I've got to look at and go to the scripture because everything that I baseball I saw is the scripture. I got to go to Jesus and look what he did. And he had, he had 70. We had a crowd. People who followed him all, right. out around, he had, you know, his, his Insta followers. Mm-hmm. Then he had his 70. And then he had his 12. Then he had his three. And then he had his one. Like he was always with the father, getting right. himself chilling. He was extrovert. He was also introverted. But he had he had uh, Peter, James, and John. And those are the three people he really poured into and that really left a mark when he left. And so if you're the extrovert, extrovert, I would still say to you, man, wean it down because you want people, you know, everyone in your crowd. There was a Judas and Jesus crowd. Everyone in your right. crowd in for you. So... Really keep, be careful and, and keep that inner circle sacred. And number three was to take the first step, which we already kind of talked about, you know, building people up, sending support, encouragement, speaking life into, you know, their lives and taking that first action step. All right. All right. Let's move on to dating relationships. This will be a fun one to talk about. Well, but it's my vain relationship. So uh, we probably have a lot of time to this, but, you know, I, I would say, in uh, the previous episode, episode five, we talked about how things don't start wrong. What was it? How you start is it how you it's not? Thank you. How you start is not how you finish. Right. So I would I want to come on the other side of that statement, and when I talk about dating relationships, a significant other, someone, when we say date, we're talking about dating for the intent of marriage. So I can go on this all day. I can, we now have a podcast specifically for this. With the intent for marriage, things don't go wrong. They start wrong. Okay. Right. It. I mean, you don't you don't get down to, from the beginning and all of a sudden there's an issue. Like there's been seeds. There's been, there's a green light, a yellow light, or a red light. And so we don't ignore the red, the red lights. We're not eight years into our marriage and all of a sudden something just pops up. That wasn't there from that the beginning. That wasn't there from the beginning. Right. So it's very crucial you know, first date, first conversations, I'm get to it. Right. Get to it. Right. And that goes along with step number one, make a quality make decision. Quality decision. Like, Go ahead, pull the, pull the pad, pad out and put down your non-negotiables. And your non-negotiables need to be based on the scripture, not six foot three, not five foot five, thin hair. Okay. That's fine. Have your little, you know, thing, but, you know, make sure you also are qualified to receive what you put on the paper. But really, Proverbs 31, what do we see in there? What do we see in Ephesians 5? You know, make that list and be diligent in that and then get to it. When you meet so-and-so, check. Are they, is she full of grace? Are her hands, uh, you know, 
quick to 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 work? Does your heart trust safely in her? Like, go through it. Right. And so if you're starting with that quality decision, hopefully it will diminish what everybody kind of says you're blinded by love at the beginning when you're kind of like all starry eyed and you know maybe a little bit of lust in there. You know, you're focused more on like, is this person somebody I can see with as a spouse? You know, you're dating for marriage. You're not just out there having fun. Um, and you can get, like you said, deep really fast. I mean, one of our favorite things to do um, while we were dating was to ask questions. Yeah, I was going to get to that one. Um, you know, and there are seasons, maybe you're, maybe you're just, I was in there. I'm not looking for my wife. I'm just trying to, you know, talk to girls. Like, I'm, okay. just, trying to, like, I'm just trying to have coffee. And I stated it plainly. I'm just here for coffee. That's it. I'm not ready for marriage. I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm just trying to, you know, meet someone. You're not leading people on. Not leading people on. You know, now where they took it, that's on them. Okay. I told you. <laughs> like, this was, I'm just here for a coffee. And then with that, we're not going out to my house. We're not hanging out in the car late at night. Like, cause I'm, that's not. That's not the purpose, right. Just coffee. 30 minutes and out. But. I had a list of 50 questions. It may have been 100 questions. I'm not sure. And so typically after date one, if it was okay, I sent that person a list of 100 questions. Okay. And I and it started like um, it would scare some people off. And I started getting really discouraged because, you know, I would get that same, hey, you know, you're a great guy. God's with you. You know, you're just so wonderful, but just not, not, not for me. Not for me. Right. And my counselor was like, hey, you know, someone's going to love that. They're going to think those questions is amazing. That is so core to who you are. That's 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 Terrell in a nutshell. Right. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. And that's going to be a key and a clue to that's that's who you're supposed to be with. And so I encourage that we loved you loved it. You embraced the questions and it really forced us to talk, find out about the person. So. Please, in your if you're starting a dating relationship, you are asking every question under the sun: who you with, who you how how are you, how you do this, how do you act with this, what do you, how many kids, when, everything. There's no question that you can't you should not. Right, that was one of my favorite things. Cell phone. How do you feel about that? Should cell phones be locked? Should you have access to cell phones? And what about email accounts? What about money? Ask yeah. everything. The deep, thing, meaningful things. Beautiful things. And if stuff starts twitching on the inside of you, you know, it's been great. <laughs> like, don't waste time. Right. And that kind of leads to the second step is see the end from the beginning. Yeah. You know where you want to land. If if you want to be married, you, you're working towards God's plan and purpose for marriage. You know, you're letting counseling or other people speak into your life about their relationship. You know, know the overall big picture that you're working towards. Um. I've totally forgot my thought, but that's okay. okay. Yeah, come back to me. What are you thinking? You know, know the overall big picture of marriage before you're starting, starting, and not letting the little things that happen, you know, throughout the journey trip you up. Trip you up. But if they are tripping you up, like you said, if there's a lot of little red flags. That's a a, a big flag. Yeah, don't don't say it, it'll get better again. Things don't things start wrong, and unresolved issues that are buried. Never die. They will surface. They and will surface, surface again, and they will surface because people don't change. Oh, he's going to change. 
oh, you know, I heard somebody else the other day, you know, you don't marry the person the other day, marry the person they look that they will be. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I get what you're trying to say. They are who they are. Now, they, they will mature. Somebody can mature and they can grow in a certain area. Absolutely. You want them to. You want them to. You know, I'm going to take my dad for an example. You know, my dad has grown so much in so many areas over the last five years, over the last 40 years that, I, that I've been in his, his life and I've known him. But there's still something about that that is just, that's, that's, that's him. Ronnie Turner. That's, you know that that's him. That's going to be him. Right. You know, so you're quiet. I'm quiet. That's not going to change. I don't like to talk a lot. I don't like to talk a lot, right? This is a stretch for you. It is. You're growing in it, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be blah, blah, blah. And so if I wanted that, I got to get someone who's like that. I can't force or make you. And a lot of times when we're, when we're first starting out, we're trying to fit people into a mold and make them be something that they're not. Or say, I know I can fix that, or I know I can change that later on. Yeah, that's, that's not, that's not, you ain't God, you mm-hmm. ain't Jehovah. Your name is not Yahweh. That's right. And last, it, <laughs> last step was take a, take the first step. And that just, you know, if you're dating and you're moving towards marriage, don't be afraid of the commitment. Don't be afraid to, you know, move to a proposal. You know, should it take you five years? No, if you don't know, man. We're over time, but hopefully you're getting some out of this. If you don't know, yeah, after five years, but if you don't know that that person is who you're supposed to be with, I'm going to put a limit on it and say six months. Okay. It's pretty short. You think so? I don't. Well, I think you should know. You should know that this person has potential. Like this is... After six this months, right. you should be This panicking. is serious. And, and and if you need some help with it, I'm happy to. We we can put a fleece in. We can we can put some tests real quick to see if that person is 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 where they're supposed to be going. Right. Right? Why do I say that? Why? Number one, we serve a heavenly father. He's not confused. God has no surprises. He knows. He knows. God knows. And so if I'm com- in communication with him, you think God he who is your father? Like if Allie, when she starts and she brings me a dude, I can, yep. Or keep it moving. Okay. So God does not love you enough to say, yeah, that's okay. Or keep that moving. Mm-hmm. Two, what are we doing? What are we doing? My first question is what season are you in? Okay. Okay. Where, where are you at? Are you dating for fun? Kind of Looking to get married. Right. To get married. Where, where are you at? And if you, ah, uh, well, eh, wrong answer. Like, that's strike one. I need you to stay specifically, boldly. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for my husband or I'm in prayer and I'm in, I'm in receiving for. Right. Otherwise, you're not aligned, like you said, from the start. Because I'm telling you, I'm in wife. I'm looking for my wife. Right. Okay. So I'm looking for not a serious relationship. I'm looking for my wife. And if that scares somebody, if she's scared, great. You ain't it. Right. It helps you make that decision. Maybe I'll get there. Okay. Well, when you find out, I'll be with somebody else. <laughs> but, you know, again, state it clear. Right. That's, that's part. Right. You have to know I going into something. Want. Exactly. And I'm not compromising. I do. I'm not. And I told her, I'm not, I don't have time for games. 
all this. Well, do I text after three hours? Do I wait for a minute? You know, all the stuff. I just want to be me, God. I just want to be me. I got serious with the Lord. I had a serious heart-to-heart conversation with my Abba Father. Lord, you know me. You know I'm not the kind of guy who's going to somebody at the library who's random and say, hey, you want to go out? That's not me. Right. And so I talked to God, and he gave me. He, he gave it to me. And when I we had conversations, and and I'm putting fleeces out. The, when I say fleece, there was Gideon. He put the fleece out and said, hey, if, if you're going to be right. with me, God. Test it. Tested it. So I'm like, hey, um, um, I gave you the 50 questions. You gave me 50 back. I gave you 50 more. You gave me 50 back. Well, dang, that's, that hasn't happened before. And we're still talking. We, we emailed for about a month mm-hmm. before we really met. So we were developing an emotional connection. And everything that we were talking about, we had deep conversations by email. We got we talked about the Lord. We talked about doctrine. Everything. Because I'm not trying to have somebody who does not believe in baptism or, you know, Salvation. Right. <laughs> right. There's a scripture be not unequally up with unbelievers. Yes. Okay, all this. We got to be aligned. So we have these conversations. Hey, I'm in ministry. How do you feel about that? Right. We're talking this out. And then he want to meet. Yeah, let's go ahead and meet. And I saw you and I knew. As soon as I saw you, I was like, I'm either, I said out loud in the car because I'm, 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 I'm turning into the parking space. I'm either going to marry that girl. Or I'm about to get really, really hurt. Cause that's it. Cause you knew. I knew. You were already testing a little bit. And you've always told me too that you tested me in other ways throughout the relationship. Which I think is important just to hear that because, you know, just I I didn't really I wasn't coming from that view. I wasn't trying to test you. So maybe if I would have heard that before. I don't think so. I mean, I tested you in terms of like your personality and stuff, like, but I didn't purposely say, okay, let me see if I can like piss him off and see what he'll do. Absolutely. I would. Um, I so, would not call you. You know, maybe knowing that ahead of time, I might have done a few things differently because, you know, now you say, yeah, I did test you and I was trying to do whatever you were trying to do. Piss her off because I want to see. How do you act when you're upset? That's a huge deal for me. That's a, I don't do drama. Right. I don't do it. Yelling voices and raising, uh-uh. That's, that's a zero policy for me. I am gone. Right. Which, Club. in the moment, like, I had no idea it was happening. Like, when we had our date for, to watch fireworks and it was raining, and you were like, that, you told me later on, I'm going to test you and see if you just, you were like, I, I tested you to see if you could like go with the flow and just kind of kind of go on a kind of like adventure and not get you know all upset that we had to sit out in the drizzling rain to watch the fireworks and like in the moment I had no idea you were trying to see like my reaction um, but I was like later on you're like you did that on purpose and you're like yeah I was trying to see how I forgot about that how you're not it was July fourth and we yeah. we were at South Park and we went and we ended up buying umbrellas and ponchos. Um, but she handled it like a champ. Which was my, just my. It was her normal person. Normal, yeah. Who she is. And I was like, okay, I, I'm good. Like it was raining and stuff. Right, and, yeah. You know, there was no, oh my God, he brought me. There was no nagging. There was no complaining, nothing. And um, so for ladies, I know we're over time. For ladies, and we'll wrap it up. For ladies, 
and I'm speaking to you as a male. Okay? Okay. We know. We know if it's you. We know. You don't need a few years. You don't need... Years. I don't need... Oh, well... You're not old enough. You're, you're not old enough. I'm going to try to get my money right. Uh-uh. We know. We know. And, and I um, I had met you, and it, well, we kind of have your hands in one pot because if one don't work, that's not that's not faith. That's not faith. So uh, I met you. I was still had my profile, and we had talked for a month. Yes. Email. We went on our first date. Yes. And then we were going to meet for our second date. And the second date, I'm going to admit, I had a date before her. We were going to meet at like I think eleven. At a bowling alley. At a bowling alley. I had a nine o'clock coffee date. Coffee date. Somebody else. Somebody else. I wasn't doing that. And and I walked in, and uh, she's sitting there talking to me, and I am my brain is somewhere else, and. I was like, okay, thanks a lot. Have a good day. Got in the car, drove. I walked into the movie theater and I said, I'm done. You're it. In your mind. He didn't tell me that right away. <laughs> but yeah. like you're saying, you knew. I, like like they know. I shut the profile down, deleted it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm marrying that girl. It was done. Right. I didn't do I didn't propose that then. No, no, no. I, no. I, I knew. Yeah. I was, I'm, okay, I don't want anybody else. I'm good. Right. I'm done. Over. So we'll get into more, but that's... Uh, so basically, for your relationships again, make a quality decision. You know, see the end from the beginning, yep. and then take that first step. Yeah, don't be afraid, because um, you're it's going to be a little bit nervous. But trust God; He's got you. And don't be afraid to get hurt. You know, your your heart's going to get, you know, a little scarred in some of the process, but it's part of the process going to get you to that person. And, and trust God because He's going to care for you like no one. You're right. He's the the great comforter. You know, I can always always know that I turn to Him and. He makes everything better. Even if you're going through tough times, he he comforts you and gets you through it. Absolutely. I'm very curious. If you want to hear more about the dating relationships, please drop a comment. Email email hi at oakhavencompany.com. Put it in the comments or DM. I'm very curious because we went over long on this. I love this topic. I want to help so many young people in their relationships. It's a passion of mine, so I'm kind of curious to see what you thought about it. So please comment or email hi at oakhavencompany.com. That's right. So I really hope that you have gotten something from this episode. Um, hit us up in social. We're at Oakhaven Company on Instagram. You can also check out our website at oakhavencompany.com and you can get the free download for the month. So this month we have a download for new beginnings. So grab that before it's not free. Um, and That's right. Because it's not, it won't be always free because it's not. I'm, in my head, I'm like thinking about Isaac and Rebecca. So I'm I'm still okay. on this. There's what you got. <laughs> we'll go. Okay. All right. So thanks so much for joining, and stay tuned for next week for our last week on new beginnings. Thanks for listening. We hope you've learned something to help you grow in your relationships and received some practical ways to make your home a true haven. Now it's time to put what you've heard to use. We'd love to hear what you are doing, so connect with us on social and send a message. Search and find us at Oak Haven Company on Instagram and Facebook. We also have resources for you, such as printables, devotionals, and helpful articles on our website at oakhavencompany.com. And we'd love to stay in touch with you with our exclusive offers, news, and content made only available to our email list members. 
Sign up today to receive Jen's free download pack and Terrell's confessional guide as our way of saying thank you. Click the join our email group link in the description. And again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.